Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to On the Block. He's Strick here and Jake Bakabin, the boxer, is on the mic today on the block, filling in for Austin Orman, who is away, had a trip that he had to make today. So it is a reunion special that you're getting here on Friday today, and we're going to jump right on into it. Bach, it looks like um, there's a lot of safari hunting going on right now in, in the form of poaching programs out of certain conferences all across the country right now. Some are eyeing exits, some are eyeing next steps, next stops, and others are just having conversation. It sounds right now at this point that we're on our way to a potential. I And I would like to get you guys' thoughts on this, 402-464-5685 on the Sutter Haven text line, or you can text as well us on any of the stream platforms where we're also on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can find us there, as well as Allo, uh, uh Channel 951. So what I want to get into, Bach, is Big 12 expansion. Big 12 is actually, here's the crazy thing. They're looking at right now, it seems there's conversations going on with multiple teams. Obviously, Gonzaga doesn't have a football team, but Big 12 is a perennial conference as far as basketball. Might be one of the best conferences in the country at this point. Um, When you're talking about basketball dominance with Baylor, Oklahoma State, TCU making some, some, some noise every now and then. You found Kansas State come out of nowhere and, and go on, on a deep run. Um, I think you have, what you have, Baylor, um, you know, obviously Kansas, and sometimes Texas Tech will pop. So, you, you, you know, you have a lot of those, and then when you look also at it, you're going to have some that are coming in. Um, the, there's two exiting, Texas obviously exiting, as well as Oklahoma, pretty good basketball programs. They're looking at Gonzaga on the basketball side. That's an interesting conversation. I think it's one uh, that Mark Few and, and Gonzaga would be happy to explore. But let's talk about Colorado. Colorado, with the exit of uh, of the Austin Texans, <laughs> not Austin Ormans, but the, Tex- the Texas Longhorns there in Austin, um, they're exiting as well as Oklahoma. Colorado's looking to kind of jump in and maybe fill a void there because there's going to be a, a power shift. Does that remain with Kansas State? Does that remain with Oklahoma State? Is Baylor going to make some noise? Who's going to be that next up if that decides to happen and, and they and they decide to expand that way? That's the thoughts that I have. Yeah, it's interesting to see it all uh, all play out because you know this is a lot of it is battles over TV networks. The Big Ten, the SEC sitting pretty there. Um, we're seeing now the 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 Big Ten. Uh, jump into the world of streaming peacock only games which is going to be something to watch out for in the future so it, it's all it's kind of an ever-changing ratings world and but nonetheless the money is flowing into the big 10 in the sec and the other conferences are trying to do the best they can to keep up the big 12 at a time looked like it would be the team the the, the conference to disintegrate they've strengthened themselves i think a lot with grabbing those um, previously non-Power 5 teams, the, you know, the Cincinnati's, the UCF's, the BYU's um, that they're going to be bringing in. 
And so now they, they feel pretty strong, and they've got a pretty good uh, TV revenue deal um, coming in. That's where the Pac-12 is just kind of sitting out by themselves. They're trying to see if they can get a deal similar to the Big 12. There are some teams out there um, that have been together, aligned in the conference for, for quite some time. Um, maybe uh, – nostalgia or or so a feeling of, of of original uh you know dedication to your to one's conference kind of keeps your feelings there colorado doesn't have that they're newcomers to the pac-12 as far as within you know the last 12 years or so and so colorado's looking out for themselves and i think what's interesting too is that they've made it clear the ad rick george did that anything that they will do will be co-signed by Deion sanders yeah. uh, mm-hmm. which is interesting because if you think about a decision a couple years ago if Nebraska was in a similar situation. Now, thank God they're not. Tom Osborne had the foresight to put Nebraska in the Big Ten all those years ago. But if Nebraska was in a rocky conference uh, and, and had some choices to make, I think it would look bad reflecting back on it now if Scott Frost really had anything to say about it. So we don't know what Neon Sanders. I know he's in year one, a different situation, uh, and we'll see if he gets that going. But I found that um, just as interesting. As we know, the Colorado athletic department as we've heard is like you know how are you going to pay for Dion? how are you going to pay for all this and they just kind of think i don't really know we'll see <laughs> you know and part of it is charging <laughs> nebraska fans uh, a lot more like they're ticket scalpers waiting for the nebraska game this year i know they counted on some of that money and they're, they're going to get it so it's interesting to kind of see where they go um because colorado somewhat started this jump it was kind of missouri flirting with the big 10 if you remember when nebraska eventually uh made the jump to the big 10 colorado missouri texas a&m all are making their departure. Colorado's departure from the Pac-12 could do a similar thing where you're talking about the Arizona Arizona States, Utah, the Four Corners schools. Would they be a fit for the Big Big 12? Then what does that leave the rest of the Pac-12 doing out there? They'd be down to, what, eight teams at that point? Um, maybe less. It's hard to do the math these days because none of the, the numbers actually eat up to the conference names. Uh, but in any case, um, it, it, it's interesting. The Big 12 also considering Memphis – uh, that's been reported out there, and that changes the TV contract language as well because if Colorado joins, they're going to be given a fair share, split share, as everybody else in the Big 12 because they're a Power 5 team joining a Power 5 conference. The Big 12, the, the TV contract that they've signed now, because of the move they just made, which was bringing group of five teams into the Power 5, said, all right, that's fine for this round, but that, you know, if you're going to do that moving forward, we're not going to add the same. We're not going to treat that new team like another Power Five team and give you equal, you know, amount of money moving forward for it. So, you know, this is all kind of follow the money. Um, for me, I, I, I'm interested. I, I kind of would like Colorado for nostalgia stake back in the Big 12, though the Big 12 looks nothing like it did uh, when I remember it. Um, the other part of it too is then if Colorado in the four corner schools do leave or you start to see leaves you know teams leave the Pac-12 to build the Big 12 up to 16 teams where the SEC is where the Big 10 is does the Big 10 say all of a sudden okay now's our chance this makes more sense than ever to go get Washington and Oregon the two teams that the Big 10 has uh, in the last couple of years been connected to but has decided at this point not to expand um, and then you know what we're already trying to figure out with the SEC what a 16 team conference looks like and they decided on an eight game schedule themselves but what is a 20 team conference look like if 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 or 18 team if um if if the big 10 decides to to poach apart 
the Pac-12, all that in, in mind with a couple weeks ago, the knowledge that the ACC has their own Magnificent Seven that is exploring their own options um, and, and seeing what they can do moving forward. So, I mean, it is a crazy world. Uh, I don't know if it'll look the same five years from now, and I don't think whatever happens five years from now, it'll look the same ten years from now. A uh, lot of cha- things changing in college football. I, I think, too, what's, what's absolutely crazy and astonishing is that uh, the deal between the Big, t- the Big Ten and and uh, it's a multi it's a multi network deal. The deal is 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 going to consist of working with CBS, Fox, NBC. Um, they're going to have a coverage of a lot of those games, as well as the Big Ten Network as well. Uh, here's what's crazy: that deal goes from July of 2023, starting then up until 2029 30. They're looking at a 1.2 billion annual deal. So, so let's 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 just talk about the Pac-12, what they were able to put together. The Pac-12 and their deal was two. I want to. I I, uh, I have it at 2.8 billion total for the length. No, 2.2 billion for the length of their contract. So that's that's roughly like three hundred million dollars, and that runs from twenty twenty five through twenty thirty one. And what Yormach was doing was he was negotiating that deal, wanted to get it done early so that he could solidify and not be caught in a situation scrambling like the Pac twelve is right now. Mm. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and. They're going to be able to try to hold it together. And I, I, I think they were tinkering around this too, Bob. They were tinkering around with the possibility of splitting the groups up. And they still might try to do something, finagle something, meaning splitting up basketball mm. and splitting up football and having two different network deals which can ultimately lead them to getting more money. Yeah. So – so that 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 would be an interesting concept. I thought that was pretty dope of them to look at exploring that as an option. But right now, the Big Ten sits in a very good space. They are saying that they don't want anything to do with expansion at this point. And I think that's why it falls in line to the area of what you were talking about. More so seeing how things develop, seeing how the TV deal is going, seeing what teams are starting to kind of make some noise and range of what these matchups are looking like what system they're going to go to. Obviously they're going to change from divisions um, in, in the coming year. So, you know, after, after this next year. So once they switch to coming out of divisions, what that's going to look like, what type of, so I think they still got some, some ways to go before they look at expansion into, into the big 10. Well, of course, Notre Dame is is interesting because I think you're right. I think the Big Ten is is not looking at expansion right now. But if Notre Dame, you know, it's one of those if if you say jump, I say hi type of situation with Notre Dame. That's for every conference because they would be a huge get. And I'm wondering, you know, as we go into the future, we start to see again the Big Ten, you know, jump to Peacock. And whether it's Peacock or Netflix, would there be any or, or, or Disney Plus, whatever, right? One of these streaming yeah. services, is that going to last long term? And could there be a situation for a team to get the NBC deal that uh, that Notre Dame did? Could there be a team that says, you know what? We're going to go independent, have all our games exclusively on Netflix, 
you know, and then and, and get our money that way. I don't know if the money would shake out the same. I would be interested to see, you know, if there is, uh, like you're kind of saying, maybe like a Yukon or a Gonzaga or somebody kind of in that, that sort of situation, you know, if there would be any money for that because they, they're they're looking to land. But I, I, I do think that the Big 12, you know, that separation of, of, of football and basketball, that's something where they're they're looking to split the gap. They're, they're, they're looking to make up that money, and they're not going to do it just on the football side to compete with the Big 10 in the SEC. And while all these moves are made because of football, maybe there is some, some stuff creatively you can do with those teams kind of on the outskirts to make a little bit of money, make a little bit of that up in, in basketball and your branding. And, of course, like you said, the, the, the basketball on the court for the Big 12 has been fantastic. Absolutely. And what we're going to do, though, is, is we're going to table that. And I want to do uh, quick. We've got a, um, a correction. And thank you, Justin Martison, on the Sutter Heyman text line. We always appreciate you guys tapping in and, and, and giving us insight as well as answers uh, if we happen to get it wrong. Justin told us that the memorial is no longer, well, it could be a different name now, but the one that they used to have in, in, uh, in Texas is now in Ohio, and it is a Jack Nicholas tournament. So thank you for that correction. We appreciate you, Justin, for uh, listening in and, and helping us to uh, understand. Because it really, for me, it wasn't about the actual tournament, so I, I really didn't dig into that, I'm going to be honest. Uh, it was more so about the the junior achievement in the golf and how bad they were playing at it. That, yeah. that, and, and it <laughs> makes just, you feel so really better. that was really where I was focused at <laughs> and feeling good about myself that when I played terrible on days that I can look up and say, you know what? I'm not a pro at this. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a break right now. We'll come back and we'll do shootout with Strick when we get back. We have a caller call in 402-464-5685 on the Holland Lincoln hotline. We'll we'll tap in on that or we'll jump into another topic if we don't get a guest. $30 on the line for today. Let's fight it out. Come back right to this on the block. Be right back. If 